So one thing I did take away from engineering is to like how to learn by yourself. That was extremely valuable. So I wouldn't go to class, but so I had had to like have a textbook and I had to learn everything myself enough to pass. So that was like essentially what I've been doing uh, for engineering. And I applied that with, to like, let's just say online hustles is a cringe word, but like with online, like these online businesses, I mostly learned by doing. So with SEO, if I ever had like a hypothesis, for example, I would just test it out on one of my sites. Why chat and have like theoreticize like with like other SEOs? Like, oh, I think this is the best way to do it. Why not just test it? You know, maybe you throw some budget into it. So I was like very early on, I would always invest budget into like testing certain tactics. People will say PBNs don't work. Okay, first of all, it's not true. But number two, like, why not just test it? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dreading Sundays. I'm your host, Daniel K. Chung. And today I have a very special guest. Well, every time I say very special, but Jackie is very special. So why don't you say hi, Jackie? Yeah, nice to meet everyone. Uh, my name is Jackie Chow. Um, just a Canadian Taiwanese guy who's uh, into making money online. Okay, so did you cop any shit for having a name similar to Jay Chow? Or did you want yeah, to be Jay time. Chow? All the time. Um, also get the Jackie Chan references all the time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's I. You'd be surprised how much I get that in over in Europe. <laughs> the Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan all the time, all the time. <laughs> I would say like once a week, at least once a week for seven years. Yeah. Ouch. See, yeah. listeners can't see us, but I have more of a Jackie Chan nose than you do. Mm. So maybe they don't see that. Yeah, they, 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 I think they just see like an Asian named Jackie and they're just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, di- I didn't put one and one together. Yes, your name is Jackie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you are an agency owner, so SEO agency owner. You fiddle around. Well, you do more than fiddle than affiliate marketing and you have your own niche website. Maybe walk us through how you have all three of these crazy things going on in your life. Yeah, um, I guess I can give a brief background about myself and like how I got into SEO. And then we can talk a bit about the agency. Um, so yeah, I, I got started in SEO simply because I, um, so I studied electrical engineering uh, in university and I absolutely hated it. Um, funny enough, you know, uh, I, I know you're chatting with Mushfiq soon from the website flip. He's also an electrical engineer. He's way more qualified than I am. He's actually a good engineer, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, similar to him, I, I, I absolutely hated it. I failed a ton of courses. I was like the worst student. So I think like right before the night, like the night before I failed the final, I kind of Googled how to make money online because I'm like, I cannot sustain myself <laughs> doing uh, engineering. So I found, um, yeah, a ton of forums. I think I got started off in like my cat world. And um Essentially, that's how I like self-taught SEO. And then, yeah, that's when I got started. I had a lot of friends in Vancouver who helped me out. Like when I first got started, referred a lot of clients to me. And that's how Indexy started. And then, um, yeah, eventually I, I did move to Berlin for a couple of job opportunities while I was taking like um, Indexy on the side. So I was taking clients on the side as well uh doing all that myself had a couple clients it was good i think we were doing like 
5k a month Canadian dollars when I had a job. It was like nothing crazy, but it's like good side income. And then, um, yeah, I had like a couple of jobs in Berlin, I think two or three. And then I eventually jumped ship and then did like indexy as well as some drop shipping uh, sites full time. Yeah. And then essentially I kind of took like, I figured if I was doing SEO for these like large clients, um, why not do it for myself? You know, um, if you're so confident in it, if you're like very confident in SEO, why don't you just build your own businesses? So that's what I started to do. Um, and as you, I don't know if you're an affiliate yourself, but like it takes a while to build from scratch. So it's much easier to just buy. Um, so I started like buying up uh, niche websites and then just like implementing proper SEO strategies on them. Um, so I pretty much like rolled all my profits and agency into like niche websites and then would eventually like exit them to like private equity firms or like uh, brands. Yeah. And wow. here we are today. I think um, agency has grown a lot bigger. It was very large at one point. I think the agency side, we did like as high as like 150K a month at one point, um, US. Uh, but yeah, since then we've dialed back on it because like agency work kind of sucks. It's like, um, it's not great. It's, it really takes years off your life. Yeah. So uh, we're like, yeah, I'm kind of like, fuck that. So we started um, e-commerce brands, a lot of, um, bought a lot of niche websites as well and started flipping them and the money's good. So, yeah. Okay. So, so about Indexy, when you say we, how, how many people are there behind it? Uh, right now, I think we're like 12 or 13 people. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a massive team, but it's like, it's all right. And well, you know, I come from agency and yes, (laughs) you're always at the whim of the client. Um, yeah, exactly. But what, what spurred you to start it and, and how did it actually take place? Like everyone has this concept of, okay, now you're an agency, but what were the early days like? I think the early days were, I mean, I, I was lucky enough. So I had like a good friend of mine uh, who's been helping me along the way, who's actually doing very well himself now. His name's uh, Tom Wang. He's also from Vancouver. Um, he was wearing, uh, wearing like, yellow pages at the time. So he would like, he knows people who need SEO and then he would refer them to me. And then I would like do some like kickbacks to them. So that's how uh, I initially got clients. So I was like, went on Craigslist, absolute savage, uh, terrible place. But yeah, um, got clients from there too. I also sold websites for like 500 bucks a pop just to like get, get a chance to do SEO for them afterwards. You know, it's kind of like a lead gen type of thing, you know, a cheap website and then we'll do SEO for you. Yeah, all that. All right. Um, so you I've, mean, I've, I've like, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've also done like cold calling in the past. It's uh very, very hard. So I respect anyone who's in sales. It's like one of the hardest things in the world. Damn, that's impressive. So going back to, you know, electrical engineering and then Googling how to make money online, how long ago was this? I think like eight years ago or so. Eight years. Um yeah, it was uh it was struggle. Um so I think at that time I was I had like a mini t- Twitter thread about that. It was like, I was 
at an internship in Berlin, making like 400 euros a month or something like that. And I was like doing everything and anything I could get my hands on online to make money. So like that includes like, yeah, it's uh morally wrong, but I've done like, I've sold like LinkedIn recommendations. I've sold like Google reviews, um, anything just for like an extra income. Cause like if you're making 400 euros a month and rent is like 300, it's like, you, you gotta get something, you know? Um, so I was putting food on my table, um, by selling like LinkedIn recommendations and all that. On Fiverr. Good hustle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not on Craigslist. No, no, no. That was in, uh, only in Vancouver. <laughs> so I'm looking at your pin tweet and, and it's impressive because it says you, well, I, you, did a total of 170,890 US dollars in revenue in the month of May. That's more than what I make an entire year. And I love <laughs> how you do these income reports. Walk me through this. This is like insane. I mean, yes, people can just follow you on Twitter and see this, but how did you get to where you are financially? Was that That's um, awesome. I mean, it definitely was not easy and it took like um, so I think it, what really like the turning point for me was during COVID. So like I had nothing to do at home. Everyone's stuck at home, but instead of like just watching Netflix and all that, I, I was working like 16 to 18 hours a day. I had like health problems at the end of it. I think I did like 16 to 18 hours, like for almost two years. So I was like really, really grinding, like doing whatever I can. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, like it's i think it's it's impressive but we've this is actually not my all-time highs like i've had way higher revenue streams um in the past so like when i did drop shipping for example we were at like 250k a month just from drop shipping and I had other side income as well and yeah so yeah 170k is good but it's not my all-time high so i feel kind of shitty about it I did Twitter spaces about it and but like all the listeners are calling out calling it out they're like no this is still good you're good but um this is yeah it's like a bit of a drop and we're still dropping because of the Google update so I mean we'll see in the next coming months how how it drops but I think um the reason why I do this isn't just like flex on Twitter I think there needs to be some more transparency in the space especially in like the making money online space um People like to talk about, like, they sell courses and all that. Um, I respect people who sell courses. And I just think that if you're that good, why, why sell courses? Just do it yourself, you know? So um, that's why I kind of like, I, I don't really want to sell a course. Uh, I just want to kind of focus on this, share, like, my knowledge. And if we get, like, side income from, like, Twitter so so be it from like let's say we got lead gen for our agency fine but if not it's fine too um people are liking it so yeah uh but yeah, yeah I mean, to walk huge through, respect. yeah we can walk yeah we can i can walk through like the each 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 revenue stream if you want uh but up, up to you how do you want to do this Daniel? yeah let's do that since i've already pegged that i mentioned it let's use that as an anchor <laughs> Even though it's not your best month, but as I said, you make more than me in a month than my entire year salary. <laughs> so put that into perspective. That that's okay. freaking amazing. Let's talk through it. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, first up, it would be like the agency indexy, um, 60 K as mentioned, 60 K in the month of May or May. Yeah. And about half of that from our link building, uh, services. So we do like niche edits, um, do guest posts if people want it, but mostly niche edits. So, um, I mean, that's like a productized SEO service. We figured like diversify, it's a lot easier to do link building versus like just SEO. It's simple. Like it's, it's black and white. You just get it, you know? Um, but yeah, that's how we get clients. There is a combination of like, we have clients on Fiverr as, as well. Um, and we rank on Google for like keywords such as niche edits, um, I mean, blogger outreach services, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, the other half would be from like clients. So, uh, we take on clients at like, I think right now we only have six clients, which is great. I love that. That's like a good amount. Um, six clients, uh, or five. Yeah. Anywhere from like five to 10 K a month. And we just do SEO for them. And it's pretty straightforward. I mean, I'm sure all your listeners are in SEO, so uh, I don't think I have to dive too much into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I think 30K from Amazon Associates, which is very solid. Um, this month or our month of May, actual month of May, because this payment's for March. Our actual month of May is like half from the update, completely destroyed. Like I had a site doing 20K a month, dropped to like 3K a month. Um, but yeah, I got that site for cheap, so I'm not like too bothered by it, but you know, it's still a hit to the hit. It's like a hit to the mental. Let's just say that. Um, the next up would be the Binance affiliates. So, um, funny story with this is, uh, back in 2017, I noticed, uh, Binance.com. Do people in Australia use Binance as well? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're huge. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, back in 2017, when Binance like was like on the come up, I re- I noticed their um, Binance.com did not rank for the keyword Binance. So, um, yeah, there was like a huge opportunity there for like affiliates, and so essentially what we did was we ranked for Binance and then drove a ton of traffic, and then obviously now we don't rank for it, and since then it's dropped off. So I rank for like extremely long tail keyword crypto keywords that still drive a couple sales a month. And that's how we maintain it. Um, yeah. 30 K is pretty shit. It's like a shit month for Binance affiliates. Um, during the bear, uh, bull market, like last year or during COVID, it was like, like 200 K a month or something like that. It was amazing. It was like good times, you know, good times are rolling, but um, now we're back at 30 K still good. I'm not going to complain. Uh, people, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will be incredibly happy with this. And yeah. Um, next up would be, I flipped a, oh yeah, a sports website. Thanks to Mushfiq. He, he, I mean, uh, if you guys are in his newsletter, you'll know which one it, I'm talking about. Uh, sold that for 24K. Um, I did a, a joint venture with the original owner who was like very, is like a professional in the sport. And then I was like, yeah, you have a huge opportunity here. This domain's extremely aged. It was making $0 a month when I, when we first started, cause he just left it. it didn't even have S like SSL on it. So I was like, yeah, there's a huge opportunity here. So we just did like proper SEO practices, wrote all bunch of like money page, like content, and then ranked for all their top keywords, at least in top five. And then 
Yeah, it's been good. The original idea for this niche um, it was to actually la launch an FBA brand um, for this. So there's actually, um, so with niche site builders, I, I noticed there's a huge opportunity because what we actually have right now is we control the traffic on Google pretty much. Like affiliates control the traffic, right? And these brands are trying to like buy your traffic essentially. That's what they're doing. But why not connect the both like, sides, like own both sides of it? You own the traffic and you own like the supply. Then your margins go like tenfold. You're you're going to be like one of the biggest brands in probably this like this niche sports uh, sector. Um, but unfortunately, my partner didn't have enough time to do it. He had his own business, so we're like, okay, let's just sell it, and that's what we did. And um, next up, it was 11k from like short-term rentals from Portugal. So I recently bought like I think like earlier this year, I bought like an eight-unit like apartment um, building. It was a uh, yeah, it was like a big investment, but forced me to cash out crypto right before the crash. So I think I'm uh, pretty blessed to do that. Uh, let's just say that. And um, yeah, it's been good. It increased a ton during uh, May. But that's because it's like high season right now. Everyone's trying to go to like go on vacation and all that shit. Um, so yeah. And then, oh, the towing lead gen business that we're currently selling. I'm very excited to finally sell that. That was also, I bought it from the original owner. I bought like 75% ownership for like 10K or something like that. And then now it's worth 190K and we got like over 130K in revenue on this business. So I think if anyone wanted to ever get started immediately, I wouldn't even recommend niche sites. I think lead gen businesses are the way to go because it is so simple. Um, I actually even looked into towing in Australia. It's a very, very lucrative business and should definitely be done. Uh, very low in competition there. And then just like 2K on Mediavine and 2K from VPN affiliates, nothing too crazy. I think this is like quite standard now. And then that's it. That, those are the eight streams from May that added up to 170K. That's freaking amazing. And I love that you actually publish all this stuff. And again, it's not just to flex, it's to break down what you do and hold yourself accountable, I presume? Yeah. Um, so I've actually been doing this already, um, like on a month-to-month -month basis, because I'm like a firm believer of like, you can't really optimize what you don't measure. So I've been like really, really breaking it down. Um, I even like been doing, uh, tracking my net worth for like over two years now. And yeah, it's like pretty amazing to see how it grows and like the impact it has. And it keeps me accountable with like lifestyle inflation as well. So like I, I, I can see that I'm like spending a lot more on like food and like wow. living expenses and all that. So it's good to, you know, keep me grounded. So might as well post it online so people can see like what I'm going through mentally as well. Nice. Because you said all this kind of grew during COVID and you were doing 16 hour days for two years straight. Question yeah. is, knowing what you know right now, would you do that? all over again um you mean during covid or not during covid well let's just say you had a time machine you could go back and you could still do everything that you know now would you still pull those 16 hour days non-stop for two years to achieve what you have achieved today or would you change anything yeah, uh, uh I, I wouldn't change anything um no i wouldn't change anything i've 
I've like been extremely fortunate to like have been able to time certain markets like on like the equities market and crypto markets. So like those things have been, I've been like very lucky there. So like if you saw my trades, you would have been like, this guy probably has a time machine because like I've been very, very lucky. And all my friends are like, what the hell? Like, what, why, how, how did you even do that? Um, yeah. So very blessed, uh, would definitely do it again. Probably would have like watched my health a bit better. Let's just say that. Yeah. Was there like a tipping point where you realized you needed to take care of your health a little bit more? Yeah, man. Uh, I think my arms were like, (laughs) this like carpal tunnel, but extreme, like I couldn't move them. They're like completely paralyzed at one point so i like had to take like one day break but yeah that, that was <laughs> one <bad>. day <laughs> yeah damn man so from electrical engineering learning all this stuff online that's 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 incredible how i want to ask you how how do you learn were you always good um, at school or like i want to understand that that's interesting no, I think, um, so one thing I did take away from engineering is to like how to learn by yourself. Um, that was extremely valuable. Um, so I wouldn't go to class at all, but so I had, I had to like have a textbook and I had to learn everything myself enough to pass. So that was like essentially what I've been doing, uh, for engineering. And I applied that with, to like, let's just say online hustles is a cringe word, but like with online, like these online businesses, um, I mostly learned by doing. So with SEO, if I ever had like um, a hypothesis, for example, I would just test it out on one of my sites. You know, why, why, like, why chat and have like theor- theoreticize like with like other SEOs? Like, oh, I think this is the best way to do it. Why not just test it? You know, maybe you throw some budget into it. So I was like very early on, I would always invest budget into like testing certain tactics. So let's say people will say PBNs don't work, for example. <laughs> That's okay. First of all, it's not true. But number two, like, why not just test it? Why not? Okay, maybe like most of these people are in-house or they only own one niche site, you know, so they wouldn't know. But I had like very early on, I had like a bunch of like starter sites that I could test like different tactics on. So I would like allocate budget into each site. And then I would be like, all right, this one is completely black hat. It's like churn and burn. I'm going to smash this site with PBN and I would make a ton of money from it. It would die fine. But then like, I would like take learnings from it. And most of the time I'd, yeah, I'd learn by doing, I would never like just take someone online, you know, like an influencer online saying like, Hey, Love Brian Dean, but like, hey, let's say skyscraper uh, link building tactics are the way. Nah, man, it's uh, it is can confirm it is not it. <laughs> it's it's uh, a huge time suck. <laughs> yeah, it is and not no it. I would rather shit. buy it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work anymore. I mean, Maybe in the beginning it worked, very very beginning, but yeah, it definitely does not work anymore. Yes, yeah, I mean going back to something you said really early on is that you you just understood from your testing that it was quicker and probably economically cheaper to buy than to build Mm -hmm. it up from scratch. For those of who are listening, who are maybe new or don't know this kind of stuff, what exactly are you buying? What's the value from buying an aged domain? Value of buying an aged domain is um, 
Google already gave it like their, let's just say their thumbs up to this domain. Um, Because when you start a a site from scratch, um, I I believe this, some people don't believe this, but I believe a new site is stuck in the sandbox for like a couple months. I mean, I I started a a new site from scratch recently um, and 100%, it just started ranking and it was like five month mark, mark. And then it's like Ahrefs is like, the graph is crazy. But before that, it didn't matter what I did. You know, maybe it would like have like 10 indexed keywords. But if you took a look at the graph, yeah, there's definitely a sandbox. But um, yeah, yeah, that's why you kind of want to skip the sandbox. And people in Facebook groups, they sell sites for so cheap. They're like a hundred bucks for a two-year-old age domain with content. Like, why wouldn't you do that? You know? Good advice. Yeah. Ah, so towards the tail end of the conversation, you you have a really good grasp of a lot of things, not just SEO, but a lot of your stuff still revolves around things around search. What makes you still kind of love it? Um, Do you love it? <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it. I don't love the community. It's a bit like unbearable at times. I think I love the affiliate industry and the um, so like the niche site builders and all the all like this whole community. I love that. Um, the in-house community on Twitter is a bit unbearable, uh, but yeah, I, because I like the idea of like building up a business and like for people to achieve like financial freedom. Um, I, I'm really into that. So. If anyone, like most people ask me like how they get started online, how they should get started online with like low risk and no capital, then niche sites is the way to go, you know? 100%. I mean, all you have is time and ideas. And as you said, after five, six months, you can usually see a lot of traction. So if you put in the effort for those five, six months, should be good. Yeah, yeah. And well, sometimes think, it like, takes longer. Yeah, yeah. I think like if th- think there should be like Facebook groups or like a community re- revolved around like accountability for people who want to get started on like these sites because for example, I'm like a buyer. So, I would love to offer like anyone who would be posting for a year and like consistently for a year, I would buy it out after a year, you know? As long as, as like hit certain metrics like, you know, a thousand keywords indexed on Ahrefs. I would totally buy that, you know, even if it's a thousand words, a thousand keywords, but it would be way more if you post it consistently. And after a year of like posting, let's say once a week, I'm pretty sure most people can get to sell, can sell that for like $5,000 at least, you know, if they just post consistently, it's not that hard. And um, I think it's just putting all these theories into practice and just do it consistently for a year and you'll be able to cash out in a year, a year's time. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the crazy things like property, depending on where you live is pretty hard to break into, but an asset such as a website, that's something that no one ever tells you. And if you were to tell me I was making money from search when I was young, I'd be like, what, what, what are you talking about? 
And that's yeah. the thing, like both of us were Chinese. We, we, we're grown up, no, we're groomed in a certain way to go to school and then get a degree and then work in some safe nine to five job. You know, you did electrical engineering. I did a whole bunch of shit that yeah. I won't talk about. <laughs> like, as humans, what, what never you on the radar. Oh, I, I, I didn't know what to do after high school. So I picked a <laughs> college degree that I knew I could get in because I was male. So that was speech pathology. I did that. Mm. Kind of failed with that because I, I really suck at traditional education or how we are assessed. Mm-hmm. I never passed very well. And so I kind of flunked that, but transferred all my credits, got some bachelors in something that doesn't exist anymore. And then I uh, found myself in wedding photography for like nine years, ran my own business. Oh, cool. Learned a little bit about digital along the way, got married, and then realized I wasn't pulling my financial weight at all. And so I mm. hit up. James, my agency boss, uh, cold email and just said, hey, I, I don't know much about SEO. I followed you for a long time. Can we have an interview? And that was three and a half years ago. And, you know, I love search. It's just, it's a never-ending quest of finding answers and testing shit and proving mm-hmm. others wrong or proving myself wrong or proving the search engine wrong. It, it's just, it can be fun if that's the type of thing that you're into. And I'm assuming you feel similar. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, down on to your point, I think um, a lot of people who have found success from like starting their own businesses or like um, kind of have, I think, Sam Parr from My First Million podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to him, um, but uh, he as like the most successful people have some sort of like the really driven, like almost insane people have like a chip on their shoulder. So like they have something to prove. and. Um, I definitely have that. So like growing up, extremely conservative family, super strict. Um, my, my, for example, my father was like the eldest and my uh, eldest son of the family. My grandpa was the eldest son, so on and so forth. And I'm also the eldest son of the family. So it's like, it's like kind of up to me to kind of take care of the extended family as well. So, um, yeah, it's like I had a lot to prove. My parents were also very successful entrepreneurs. Uh, they were like retired very early on as well. So I, I really wanted to like show them, you know. Uh, that's kind of why I worked so hard. And um, and growing up, I think when I first wanted to quit my job to do Indexy full-time and like my businesses full-time, they didn't yeah. understand it. They're like, why, why quit? You know, you have like an extremely well-paying job. It's safe. Why would you do such a thing? And they were actually pushing me away from quitting, but I've already done it. So, you know, like I didn't listen to them, obviously, thank God. Um, and I still like rub it in their face from time to time. Yeah. Which is interesting because you said they're both successful entrepreneurs who retired early, yet in their own son, elder son, which obviously has a lot of nuances and burdens, they they didn't want you to step away from that security, which is, I mean, I understand yeah. as a parent, I guess. Yeah, I think it's uh, they just want the best for us, and um, I have to keep reminding myself that you know they are first time parents, so it's like it's not like you have to give them some slack. This is all they knew, you know. Um, they're tough on us because they love us and all that. Um, True. I'm sure. True. Uh, yeah, and I like. As, as strict as they were, they were very loving. So I never really doubted that they wanted the best for me. They just 
didn't understand it. Even now, they still don't fully understand, like, why am I invested in crypto? Why am I invested in the stock market? Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like, you have to show them patience, let's just say, with the parents. Oh, have you tried explaining what you do to them? Uh, or do they just yeah, they don't, don't bother they don't asking anymore? At all. At all. Um, they don't understand at all. So I have to, I, I just tell them I design websites and that's just easier. <laughs> as well as like, we have an e-commerce brand, right? It's a uh, far and away. Um, we only sell in Europe, so I'm not going to like sell this. Um, but like they follow us on Twitter or Facebook and like Instagram and they always click like on our ads and then they get like oh. repeatedly retargeted, you know? So they have like... <laughs> They have like the frequency cap is at like 10 for them. So they see it multiple, multiple times a day. So it's like, I'm like, mom and dad, please stop clicking our ads. It's like not good for us. You know, it's like skewing the algorithm. Um, but yeah, they, that's, they, that's they mean hilarious. well, so it's good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That, that's how they show love like yeah. on your ads. Like, yeah, they were like messaging me. It's like, yeah, I clicked your ad three times today. You're welcome. I'm like, no, no, please, please that's stop. not how it works. But, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think yeah, probably does more bad than good. All right, mindful of time. So, last question: What is the end goal, Jackie Chow? Um. So I've set out originally to like aim for a certain like net worth, and then just retire, similar to my parents. Um. I've hit that. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm kind of stuck, stuck in a rut. So I'm just kind of, this is why I'm, I've turned to Twitter, try to help as many people as I can, as well as, yeah, I've been taking meetings with people who are like much more successful than me. Um, for example, right before I came here, I don't know if you know this guy, but I'm, I cold emailed him and I was like, it's like a billionaire based in Canada. His name's Andrew Wilkinson. He owns tiny.com. Um, and I was like, hey, let's meet up, let's chat. And surprisingly, he's said, okay, let's meet up in Victoria, BC, Canada. So I was like, all right, cool. I booked a ferry and headed over and chatted with him. And he's been like, he was similar situation, agency owner turned business buyer, but focused on SaaS. And he's like, yeah, you're in a good place. Um, it seems like you love working. Maybe you can just take it a bit easier and like try to help people. Like, because the reason why he's taking these meetings is to like, you know, give some inspiration to younger entrepreneurs, you know, um, he doesn't need anything from me. He's a billionaire. Like he doesn't need anything from me. Like, um, but yeah, he still like gave, he was very gracious with his time. So that's why I do these like monthly Twitter spaces as well. So if anyone like has questions, I typically just try to answer them as best I can. Uh, it's a shame you couldn't join. I know it was 2 a.m. for you. so. Yeah. I mean, I could. I just don't love you that much yet. Yeah. No, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I mean, uh, I'm back in uh, Berlin now, so our time zone is a bit closer. So yeah, maybe yeah. we can, uh, maybe uh, in, yeah, later June, we can hop on and chat there too. Awesome. Well, thank you for being so gracious with your time. Uh, it's No, this like is fun. Just... I love doing these. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, well, I've not? definitely enjoyed it, getting to know you, even though we 
we kind of met really briefly on a Twitter space. Oh, from Victor Pat. Yeah, like yeah. Taiwanese brother from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> He he doesn't get called Jackie Chan. He's he's always in his no. kendo thing. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, good guy. He's yeah, definitely helped me on along the way. Yeah, that's cool. I've been chatting no, with I, him I, for like five years or so, something like that. Wow, online, actually, how did online. you guys Never connect? Met. Um, big SEO Reddit Slack group. Yeah, nerds. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for your time.、Uh, it's been incredible sharing your journey, and you're jing me up. I don't know if you understand that slang. Is that Australian? I'm not sure, but I, I feel I inspired、it. and motivated, and yeah, I hope our hyped, listeners、man. do as well. Yeah, go out and hustle. <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. If you want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe.、Uh, this podcast, which is called, I believe. Hashtag Dreading Sundays is available on most, if not all, popular podcast platforms. So I will catch you on the flip side.